Well, let's stay with Egypt for the moment because we're joined by Masoud Shahjari, who's chairman of the Islamic Human Rights Commission. Thank you very much indeed for uh, taking uh, our call this morning, um, Masoud. Perhaps we could pick up on that point that was being made by Mohammed al-Baradai in his resignation yesterday. Uh, what, what are the prospects now for some kind of resolution of this very deep uh, fracture in, in Egyptian society and in Egyptian politics? Really, it's, um, I, I think it's very little. Um, the reality is that um, those who were killed were the supporters of first uh, duly elected uh, um, president of Egypt. And, uh, you know, they are very sizable, uh, they got extremely sizable number. And the fact that uh, the government has uh, decided to go in, despite the fact that this is going to be a bloodshed, it means that they are not interested in any sort of uh, uh, peaceful solution. And this is really the roadmap to some sort of uh, civil war. Uh, I'm not uh, sort of exaggerating to say that, you know, I I'm extremely worried for the future of Egypt. Uh, were there not, though, missed opportunities on both sides for some kind of negotiated uh, resolution of this? I mean, I think the most recent attempt was answered by the Muslim Brotherhood uh, by saying, yes, they'd negotiate, but only if their, their plans for a new constitution were put back in place and President uh, Morsi was reinstated. Well, it, it's very difficult to say what was saying, I mean, for those of us who've been sort of uh, watching Egypt for uh, quite a long time, especially after the revolution, and the way that, uh, you know, I mean, uh, your previous speaker talked about uh, the way that the media is now demonizing Mr. Baradai. And the media was used, this particular section of media, which covers around 80 to 90 percent of the media in Egypt, were used uh, to demonize Muslim Brotherhood um, for quite a long time. And then we saw a military coup uh, against the elected um, um, sort of government. I mean, anywhere in the world, uh, when that happens, it, it, it really creates huge uh, difficulty. I mean, the road to democracy is not to have a, a sort of a, a American backed and financed uh, military to come in and sort of remove elected uh, members, no matter how good or how bad they are. Um, I think uh, what we are seeing is the sort of actions, which if it's taken anywhere else in the world, is going to create civil war. And I think uh, there is no way back to democracy unless you go according to the democratic ways forward. And I think Egypt now is slipping back to exactly the sort of things that originally people went out uh, when originally people went out, uh, it wasn't just against the personality of Hosni Mubarak, but it was that whole authoritarian regime which now is back in power in Egypt. Uh, I mean, uh, presumably this has implications um, for the Arab Spring, such as it is, and uh, the extent to which it, uh, it continues across the Middle East, that uh, if, the, if one of the most significant countries in the region has failed uh, to secure a, a democratic future that has implications beyond the borders of Egypt. Absolutely, and this is why it's very worrying because uh, it's been reported in the last uh, uh, week that uh, Saudi Arabia gave one billion um, sort of dollars to uh, the Egyptian uh, military uh, to accommodate this coup. And uh, it seems that some authoritarian regimes in the region 
are actually benefiting from this by sort of stifling this uh, start of the democracy in um, or, or a thirst for democracy in, in the region. So, do you see any hope that I mean, clearly in the in the in the immediate future, there seems little prospect of uh, of any kind of um, uh, negotiated way forward. But when presumably things maybe have cooled down a little bit, uh, is is there the prospect that something can start to move in that direction? Do you think? We are we are much further away from that prospect uh, today than we were uh, two days ago, and unfortunately, the response from the international community has been um, sort of very little and very late. I mean, uh, you know, we are... <laughs> if, if this sort of bloodshed was taking place anywhere else, um, let's say, uh, you know, Syria or, or Libya or anywhere else, there would have been huge uh, repercussion for uh, those in power. And what we are seeing coming out from uh, sort of uh, United States and Europe and elsewhere, it's, uh, it's really very little uh, too late. Um, and and I'm, I'm extremely concerned um, what is going to happen. And I feel that as long as the international community doesn't recognize that this is a move towards authoritarian and dictatorship and needs to be sort of uh, challenged as so, we are, uh, we are really giving them a green light to continue with this sort of activity. Right. I mean, even when you look at the, sorry, the figures that has been given, that on one side... Uh, 40 police officers, this is official figures, on the other side, hundreds uh, of uh, the, um, uh, demonstrators, you'll see that this is really a, uh, it really is a bloodbath.